Hey everybody, welcome to the Bridgetown Daily for Tuesday, July 21st. I want to start with a question. Do you have a favorite scripture that helps ground you and center you and remind you of the way things really are in the world? For me, it would have to be Psalm 23. So I want to read this through. I'm going to read Psalm 23, and then I want to go back through um, and lead you through some prayer prompts to kind of guide you through some of the beauty of this psalm. Psalm 23, a psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So I want to just guide us back through that. It begins with, the Lord is my shepherd. In other words, David, as he's writing this, is acknowledging that he's not in charge. He's in the care of another. And I don't know about you, but that is actually comforting. If God is my shepherd, this means I can relax. We are in the care of the good shepherd. I can give all that I'm responsible for in my life over to him. I am not the highest in command over my life. And for me, this is comforting. All of my problems are in his care. I'm covered by him. But this also is a challenge for me. This means that I may need to repent again and trade in his kingdom for mine. I may need to give over these areas that I'm trying to control to my shepherd, to surrender, to let go. And maybe this even would begin for us now with a moment of confession. You are not the Lord in this relationship. He is. So as we begin right now, let's take a moment for confession to again acknowledge, as Jesus said in the garden, not my will, but yours be done. God, as we pause right now, we acknowledge that we are not in control of the little kingdom of our life. We hand it over to you. It may be helpful, friends, in this moment to even imagine everything that you're responsible for in your life, everything that causes you stress. Imagine that maybe even like pieces of a board game set out on the table and you're in God's care so you can push all of that across the table to him. Spirit of God, would you just show us right now as we wait, what does it look like for me to relinquish control perceived control, and to entrust all that I have to your good care.
the psalm goes on and says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I will not lack anything. And this is the natural result of being entrusted to the care of the good shepherd. I lack nothing. If I have God as my father, I have everything. This is an audacious claim. And this is what Jesus teaches about life with God. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else you need will be given to you. This is an invitation to trust God's provision even when your circumstances seem anything but abundant. God can satisfy and sustain you no matter what happens. And in Psalm 23, David describes God's abundant provision in multiple ways. He says, my shepherd makes me lie down in green pastures. So what kind of sheep lies down? One that's totally full. It's not eating, it's napping. It's been fully fed. It's been provided for. It's resting. He leads me beside still waters. A sheep that is led beside still waters is a sheep that's not thirsty. It's not rushing to the waters. It's resting by them. Remember what Jesus said to the woman at the well, that he has living water. And when we drink from it, we will never thirst again. We don't have to strive for fulfillment. We can have it. We can be at rest, fulfilled in Jesus. He restores my soul. Even the broken depths of your soul can be healed by him. He loves to bind up the brokenhearted and to forgive our sins. So friends, in this moment, do you need him to restore you? Is your soul broken, tired? Do you need his restorative touch to your soul? He guides us into the good life he has for us. It says, he leads me in the paths of righteousness. So in another question you might ask the Spirit right now is, Holy Spirit, where do I need guidance today? Where are you lost and need his direction? Verse 4 says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Our shepherd wants to eliminate all fear so that we can truly rest. I think Jesus wants you to know that you can be at peace even in this world dominated by fear. Can you imagine what it would be like to have a life free from the fear of the future, free from the fear of life or death or disease or aging or hunger or unemployment, no fear of any person, not of leaving, losing any possession. But how can David say he has no fear? We'll read the next line. He says, for you are with me. David can rest from all fear because he knows God's presence is with him. And this is the life with God that Jesus invites us into. Awareness of God's constant presence frees us from all fear. His goodness is for us. His provision is exceedingly abundant and his presence is constantly with us. And because of this, we can be free 
from all fear. He goes on and says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. There's not even any fear there of discipline. Even his correction is welcomed. The psalmist is saying he can trust his good shepherd. He even prepares a place for me in the presence of my enemies. There is literally no place where I am not safe in this world. His presence is always with me. So let's just turn again our hearts and minds towards God and ask, Holy Spirit, where is there fear in my life? What am I afraid of? And Spirit of God, what do you want me to do with that fear? As we just pause in this moment, Holy Spirit, would you just bring to mind, where is there fear? What am I afraid of? What would it look like, God, for you to be present to me? Maybe there's an image right now, God, that you want to bring to mind. What would it look like for your presence to be with me that would extinguish this fear, that would quell this fear? God, would you come and remove this fear so I can fully rest in you. The psalm goes on and says, you anoint my head with oil. My cup, it runs over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And again, This ends now with the abundant life, the eternal life available to us now in the kingdom of God. It's an abundant life with God following an apprenticeship to Jesus. He's not waiting for us to ask for it, but he's closely following right behind us. We are surrounded by his abundance. He's anticipating our need and providing for it. We have this incredible abundance in Jesus, and therefore we can truly rest even today. So in our final prayer right now, we again open ourselves up to you, Father, Son, and Spirit. And we just ask this question, God, what else would you like to say to me about your abundance? God, what else would you want me to know about your provision for me? You are my good shepherd. You provide everything that I need. Is there anything else that you want me to know about that? Come, Holy Spirit. So friends, may you be encouraged as you go about your day today. There is nothing to be afraid of. God is with you. Go in peace.